We began these morning instructions with um, mindfulness of breathing. And then yesterday, um, expanding this to mindfulness of the body. This morning, um, expanding the instructions even further to include emotions, your emotional life. So just settling into the posture, taking some time to discover this inner felt sense of being grounded, centered, balanced, Reminding ourselves that in meditation practice, our intention is to simply be present for what's happening. What is it to open to the experience of this moment? However it happens to be. We can notice the felt sensation of the body sitting. You can notice sounds coming and going. We can invite any of the sensations associated with the breath 
just simply come into awareness. Receiving sensation. Allowing the natural rhythms of the breath to present themselves. You may notice the rise and fall of the belly. movement of the chest, the flow of air at the nostrils. bringing awareness to one complete inhalation. And then one complete exhalation. with each in-breath opening, receiving, with each out-breath letting go, relinquishing We can let thoughts and images in the mind and sounds just fade to the background. Mindfulness of breathing is said to calm the body, 
calm the mind. We can allow the mind to rest on these simple sensations of breathing. And we notice that the mind has become preoccupied with some train of thinking. Simply and gently reconnecting. the sensations of the breath are always happening, always available to us. Nothing needs to be manufactured or forced Just this simple turn of mind to remember. Remembering the sensations of breathing.
as we attend to the sensations of breath and body. You may begin to notice that there's calm and space in the mind. With this space, you may begin to notice some aspect of emotions that may be present right now. joy or ease, sadness, frustration, meeting whatever emotion may be present with this simple awareness. Our intention is not to change the emotion or fix it some way just to notice. The emotion is in the background and it's easy to stay with the sensations of breathing, that's fine. <coughs> the emotion feels compelling, it's pulling the attention. We turn toward the emotion 
make the emotion the object for meditation. Seeing if we can recognize the emotion. begin to explore with our awareness how is this emotion manifesting right now? Is this emotion being held in the body, expressed in the body? What's the energetic dimension of this emotion? And we let go of the story of the emotion for a moment. Fold it into the body. Attend to it in the body. Perhaps most importantly, meeting whatever emotions may be present with care, with respect, honoring this dimension of our being.
Remember the intensity of the emotion subsides. Returning to the sensations of the breath, body. We can notice the way an emotion colors our experience. The way an emotion may change the breathing, just to notice. This is what's happening now.
with each moment of mindfulness, expanding our capacity to hold our experience. each moment of mindfulness, deepening the trust confidence that mindfulness can meet all of who we are, all range of our emotional life.
I think for some of us, um, mindfulness of emotions is one of the challenging aspects of practice. It's like, um, I know for myself, I've often needed reminders that emotions are not a mistake. (laughs) No, it's not like um, something's gone wrong, that there's emotion or some strong emotion. Um, And in fact, you know, emotions are a vital, uh, uh, central aspect of who we are as human beings. And, you know, so who can experience this, this whole range of, of emotions from the greatest joys and happiness and excitement to the depths of, of sorrow and despair and everything in between. And, um, Sometimes we can have the idea that um, if we just get to some sort of place in practice or just practice well enough, we're not going to have to deal with the sort of messiness of emotions. Um, I don't think that's, (laughs) I don't think that's true. I think it's the, the, the picture I have is, is more of like, um, in practice, we're growing our container, we're growing our capacity to experience more and more, to let in more and more of who we are, more and more of, of the, the range and the depth of our emotional life. You know, if our co- container is, is narrow, if our container is small, then there are a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions that we can't tolerate. We can't feel them. Um, it doesn't mean they're not there, but they're there. And then we, you know, they control us. You know, we, uh, you've ever had the experience of sort of, I don't know, overreacting to something or someone, and you're kind of surprised by the intensity. And you realize, oh, wow, there was this strong emotion there that I was totally unaware of. But... Of course, you know, it came through and somehow it was still there. So um, through mindfulness practice, we're expanding and, um, you know, growing this capacity or this ability um, to to let things in, um, to let emotions in. You know, emotions are profoundly central to our life. They color our experience, our life. You know, we know that if we're in a certain kind of mood, you know, things things feel one way. Um, if I'm tired and irritable, then 
that colors everything. If there's joy and if there's ease in the heart, you know, the same thing is experienced in a different way. So, so emotions affect our life so much. And it's a very valuable to be able to um, work with emotions and recognize them and have some practice that we're able to, you know, it, it's not so much of like a, a psychological um, excavation. We figure out why do I have this and what happened and, you know, but actually to um, let the emotion come into awareness, recognize it, accept that it's there. And then, then there's some amount of exploring, investigating, teasing apart. It's like, it's one thing to say, um, there's, there's strong feelings of guilt, for example, that are present. You know, it's okay, we can identify, you know, naming that emotion as guilt. Um, but that's just the concept, that's just an idea. What is the experience of, of, this, of this emotion? Um, you know, wh how does it land in the body? Where, where is it expressed? And is it possible to sort of um, drop out of the story of why I feel guilty or why I think I feel guilty to simply um, attending to the felt experience of that emotion with a lot of kindness, a lot of patience, interest. And, and we may find that what seemed to be something really heavy or really, um, uh, you know, that I don't, that, that's really unpleasant is actually, um, you know, something that's able to be uh, welcomed and, you know, I can breathe with it. I can take care of those feelings. I can um, begin to notice, oh, there's this feeling of guilt, but there's also a lot of aversion to the guilt or, you know, uh, or there's, um, sadness about the guilt and how am I relating to that emotion? I start to see that as well. Um, so. I mean, so, so often the primary instruction we give is if there's a strong emotion present to simply let it be, to, to meet it with mindfulness, meet it with awareness, to, to, to allow it, to let it be there. It's already there, you know. Um, and then to notice, um, how am I relating to it? You know, and one of the things I've seen in, in myself is that if, if there's an emotion present like uh, fear, for example, or anxiety, and if I have a lot of resistance to the fear, there's a way that that kind of, you know, the fear wants to kind of move through. Emotions, the word emotion, they want to move through. But if I have a lot of resistance to, to feeling the fear or shouldn't be there, or then there's a way that I'm sort of pushing it down and it wants to move. And that keeps it locked. That keeps it kind of frozen or stuck. So um, 
allowing the emotion to be there, noticing how I'm relating to it. Um, and the image I really like is the heat, the light and the heat of awareness is kind of thawing something out. You know, we have this frozen, some of us, many of us have frozen glaciers of <laughs> feelings and they're connected to memories and they're connected to all sorts of things. And, and, but the, the purifying power of awareness of this knowing quality in the mind to, um, melt, melt the, melt this ice, you know, and, and then when something is, 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 is water, it can flow. Um, so, um, it was such, you know, to, you know, with it, with this attitude for emotions, that's very respectful. Um, that, you know, there's something, when a strong emotion is present, um, there's, it's not a mistake, you know, there's, there's something there for us. There's some, um, maybe there's something that, um, is asking to be heard, asking to be listened to in a certain kind of way. And, um, and that's our practice is, is to, is to, is to listen, is to open. Um, so, so emotions can give us a lot of information about ourselves, about how we are, about how the heart is right now. Um, and so if there's not any strong emotion present, you know, be with the breath, be with sensations, be with sounds. That's great. Um, but to be willing to let go of the breath, to be willing to let go and, and turn towards the emotion and, and, and really meet that in a full way, you know, to see it, um, to name it, um, even just to, the power of naming something. It's like, oh, this is not me. This is just guilt. This is just fear. This is just, you know, um, sadness. And it takes a, you know, that it's, um, it doesn't have to be so personal. Um, Does anyone have any questions about, you know, working with emotions and um, how we include this in mindfulness, include this in practice? There's Um, did everybody hear the question? What do you do when it's really scary? Well, um, you know, I don't think there's a formula. <laughs> um, but <coughs> the principle that I go by is um, to um, 
first of all, not to push ourselves beyond you know, what feels safe, um, what feels wise. You know, it's, it's not about like um, scanning around for any emotion and then, you know, magnifying it and, <laughs> you know, um, but there will be times when there's, there's strong fear or um, I mean, as much as possible, um, what I try to do is get grounded in the body, you know, and um, uh, often, often fear is very wrapped up in <coughs> mental stories and, and mental things, not always, but um, grounded in the body, sometimes it helps to um, orient ourselves in the room, even, you know, if, it, if it's starting to feel too intense in the meditation. I mean, you know, we can talk more, you know, to know more specifics, but um, What do you do when, when, when it's really scary? Great, great. I mean, it, it, it helps to know that even though meditation feels like a solitary, private experience, we're not alone. And um, it can be very skillful and, and, and wise and healing to share what we're going through. that we can uh, be with each other and accompany each other. strong emotions like fear or um, anything really difficult and intense comes up, disassociation happens, which I, you know, sometimes try to bring myself back if it feels skillful, but sometimes it feels like the more skillful thing is to 
be with a disassociation um, and just notice what happens in a disassociated state. Um, can you speak to that? Yeah. Um, and when you say disassociation, meaning sort of, um, you know, what do you mean? Losing the sense of the body or kind of going the disembodied experience? Yeah, or? And, and then disembodied, and then once I am able to kind of tap into the disassociation, then I notice just kind of numbness of the body. So, yeah. Yeah, so then in that case, I don't know if it's disembodied. It just feels very numb. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, again, I don't think there's one right, for, you know, thing to do. I mean, I think sometimes um, that that sort of uh, movement towards disassociating is a protective mechanism, you know. And so, so I'd be careful about saying, you know, you should, you know, force force some, you know, uh, feeling in the body or something like that, but to be to be really aware of what's happening, you know, and to see the process, um, I think is very helpful, because often, if we if we dis if we dissociate like that and we're completely, you know, we've lost all situational awareness. We're gone. We're into the the story, the 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 trauma, the so. If we can at least know this is what's happening right now, you know, and um, hold it, hold it all in in um, a kind, you know, accepting awareness. Like this is what's happening right now, and um, and and sometimes what helps to keep that awareness is is some kind of uh, resourcing, you know, to like, um, it, it may, you know, it, it, it may be opening up to the space in the room, you know, and just, and just orienting and remembering, you know, it, I'm here, I'm here. What's happening now is a process here. It's in this moment, I'm not there, I'm not there. Um, and so that's one thing. Um, and then it's like, you know, I want to be careful to say that, you know, sitting meditation, for example, is the answer for everything, because it's not, you know. And to, to feel that we can use the full range of um, healing modalities. And, and, and you know, so it, it may be, that being sitting alone with our eyes closed is not skillful right now. And it's actually to be outside and to be in the sun and taking a walk and opening up or maybe writing, you know, you know, writing, getting it all out, getting it all on paper. You know, maybe it's a conversation with a teacher or someone. And um, so not to have some set, you know, that it's only you know, only this way. I think, I think mindfulness, um, you know, depending on how, how we're practicing can be very supportive, but, um, you know, 
not to feel that we're stuck in this one, you know, this one thing. Okay, um, maybe just Andrew and Drew, and then you know. towards like like a best friend telling me like an amazing story. You know, that friend that's, oh wow, what, what's happening here? Uh, and it's not an amazing story, but it's a painful story, like because you guys mentioned uh, uh, how to care for the fear or the pain. Like I turn towards that like somebody like a close to me or that like, I, yeah, somebody I really care about is, is hurting. And I, I kind of orient towards that way. Um, am I hearing this correctly? I still feel like, at least what I notice is like, I'm almost like looking for these things. Instead of just having that open awareness, I'm like, oh yeah, open awareness. But it's like, as I'm going through, I'm kind of like, I'm a lookout, like, thanking out of the ordinary. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say that's not correct. I, you know, I, I think that's, that's, that's fine. What, the way I think about, um, I think about things is that it's very helpful to have an anchor. You know, I talked about this handle on the kind of coffee cup. You know, it's like that's some 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 way home base into the present moment. And so, you know, so some people the breath works well. Um, uh, um, sensations in the body, sensations of sitting, or sounds, or some, you know, to have something in the present moment, and. Um, but the idea is that if something arises, I mean, there'll be a lot of things that arise while we're, while we're sort of foregrounding the breath, you know, well, there'll be thoughts, there'll be, you know, sound, everything. But if we're able to keep this thread of connection with the breath, that's, that's helpful. That's good. But if something comes up that is, is so compelling that it, it would be sort of, we'd be in conflict you know, it's like we kind of push back to the breath and this thing is calling us and then we push back. Then it's like, okay, we, we let go of the breath, you know, it's totally fine. Let go of the breath and turn towards that. Like if it's a, a strong emotion, like feeling of fear, for example, and it can be, um, we can learn a lot. It can be very, um, fruitful, very wise to, um, study our fear and study the feeling of fear and, um, and, and get interested in it. And, um, you know, if it's, if it's some kind of, I think we'll talk about thinking tomorrow, but if, if you know, if it's, if it's, uh, if it's a simple kind of train of thought that's easy to let go of, then great. We can just let go and notice that thinking is happening. But if it's, if it's really this, um, it has a lot of juice to it. It has a lot of, you know, um, it's pulling us the story then, then to turn towards that as well, turn towards that, you know, constellation, the pattern of thinking and the story and, and, and work with it. 
Um, but if, if everything's sort of even and neutral and there's nothing, then, then, then we kind of can go back to our home base and just, um, so that's, does that, does that make sense? Thank you. It's 9.30. Um, we have um, some of, I think, for for those who did not have practice interviews yesterday, you have interviews today. So um, we'll see, see you there.